I just love a good analogy. I love when life throws you these moments where you can just take so much symbolism out of them. Take, for example, this summer when I got to teach my boy how to ride a bike, and there are so many good life lessons packed in there, like don't look down, you have to look ahead, you have to follow those who have paved the way. Sometimes you fall, but you got to get back up. You know what I'm talking about. So when I heard our next guest speak at a conference I went to in January and use all his analogies from being in the Navy and diving deep and overcoming, I knew that I had to learn more. And I think you all are going to feel the exact same way and feel just so empowered to be unsinkable in your role raising your family. R.T. Stokes lives in the Cincinnati area with his wife, Jean-Marie, where they are raising their two children in a home full of so much love and so much fun. He is a life mission coach, a former Navy veteran, and he uses submarine principles to help people rise to the surface and overcome. I cannot wait to dive into this episode with you. Come along, friend. Let's grow. Welcome to Families That Stick Together. Just step right over the random pile of clothes where it looks like all my kids melted. Turn right past the pile of papers still out from last month's school project. Maybe don't look at the sink and make yourself at home, friend. This is where our family of six hangs out. It's where our real life happens. Stay long enough to be reminded of what we both already know, that swimming upstream is not without much work and grace, but it does come with friends who are rooting you on just as fiercely as the way you love your strong family. We work together here as friends so we can get to the end knowing we did well. Come along with us to gather together to grow through it all. Welcome friend with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my mom, who once dropped a quesadilla maker on her head, Jennifer Zambio. Hey Jules, that makes me sound a little crazy. Let's tell the real story. (laughs) This will probably make me sound crazy. It was shoved in a closet And I opened the closet, and it fell out and drilled my head. Yep. This podcast review is from TLR1212, and I have to say, this is a really special one to me. I read this, and I thought, oh my goodness, this is why I feel that I'm just going to keep taking steps to make this happen even when it's difficult. It says, Wow, Jennifer, your communication podcast was spot on. I was in church praying this morning that I can work on the exact things you spoke about. God works in crazy ways. This podcast is just what my family needed today. Thank you for swimming alongside with me. You're amazing. Uh, Wow. (laughs) I think you're amazing. Thank you for writing this, TLR1212. This This is why I do this, you all. I don't know who I'm touching. I don't know who God is speaking to through me, but I will keep showing up. Thank you all for your words. They mean so much to me. Hey, RT, thank you for being here today. I am really, really excited for our audience to hear from you today. They're going to be so fired up. 
Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm just as excited. I'm just as excited, if not even more. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, I am going to start with reading the summary on the back of your book, because I think this will open up to everyone um, just to start this interview and who you are. R.T. Stokes is an author, teacher, thought leader, and certified high-performance coach with a focus to help people search the depths of their own lives to discover significance hidden beneath the surface and to rise to greater fulfillment in each day. He provides coaching and consulting and is a powerful keynote speaker working with individuals, organizations, and businesses to deliver a positive impact wherever possible. Now, those are all fantastic accomplishments and gifts that make me definitely want to know you more. But one thing is not included here, which, no pun intended, launched you into this path for your life and to writing this book. You were a highly skilled naval submariner. Your experiences from that will be woven into our chat, but I want you to tell us why that role in your life shaped you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I went to college with the idea of, well, let me start off as honestly and sincere as possible. I went to college without much of an idea at all. <laughs> I really didn't have a clue of what I was going to do. I initially went in and I was a pre-law political science and I kind of lost my way. And I found myself halfway through my mother uh, challenged me and said, you know what? The cost of an A is the same as the cost of a C. And I realized at that point in time what had been invested in me and the return that I was giving. And I had to find a way to bring a greater return, not only to myself, but to my mother and everyone else who had invested in me. I go into boot camp to turn my life around and immediately in boot camp, I'm placed in the leadership roles and my life is changing for the better. And I come home from boot camp to show family my change in this uniform. And before I can embrace home, I am struck by a suspect who had stolen a vehicle. And there was a police chase that I was unaware of. I still don't remember it to this day, but it was the impact was right on the driver's side door, knocked me into the backseat of the vehicle, took the jaws of life to cut me out of the car. And also I was cut out of my uniform. It ended up having amnesia from the accident, trauma, jaw broken. I really couldn't talk to people about what I was going through because my jaw was broken. And at the same time, because of the amnesia, I couldn't remember it. And what I found was a struggle of identity as I started trying to work through my memory of who I was, what my next steps were. Was I the person who saw failure before uh, going into the Navy? Or was I this person of honor, courage, and commitment who was dedicated to live my life for the better? And I had a decision. And at that point in time, almost like Jonah, I find myself sucked into the middle of the ocean and I'm dealing with a incredible opportunity to change my life and to start over again. But I'm away from the world. I'm away from everything that I knew. And I'm literally in the belly of this metal whale trying to find myself. And it is the backbone of who I am today. So RT, how, what was the longest time you were ever in the submarine? Three months. Okay. So three was, months. Uh, mm -hmm. So you truly use this as such a reflective time in your life coming out of this crazy near-death experience. And 
give me a timeline here. How, um, what would you say was the timeline between that accident and you being in the submarine? Less than a year, less than a year. It's an amazing story. One thing I've never said, but I'll say it here in your podcast. The last thing the Navy told me is if we knew, if we caught this in your medical record, you never would have been on the submarine. There, there, there's no way in the world that somebody with amnesia and a traumatic brain injury would find themselves on a submarine, especially a nuclear submarine with nuclear missiles, uh, which was my job, a, a year after that accident. So I was really fortunate because I don't know where my life would be if I hadn't gone to the submarine at that time. Uh, don't you just love looking back on moments like that and knowing God placed you right where he needed to be? Because yes. yeah. <laughs> I mean, my goodness, you, I'm sure look at that point in your life as oh. defining who you are, right? Yes, yes, yes. I, I, was, I, was, I was so upset about the accident. I was so upset. Um, so I, I refer to it as a Jonah moment because I was, I was mad. How, how dare you steal this moment from me? I, I, I've done all these different things, but then I hit the pause button and said, you know, I'm going to turn my life around. I'm going to make my mother proud. I'm going to have my family see that I turned out to be a success. I've got my uniform on. I'm looking great. I want them to see the change in me. And before I get home, the minute before I get home, you mean to tell me that I'm struck by a driver who's never found, just this mystery driver. I'm knocked unconscious and I don't have that moment. And I believe it was God telling me, because I still want to work on what's inside that uniform. I, I don't want to work on something that you can put on every day and iron and make look right. I want to work on that inner self that still has these fractured pieces. And sometimes the brokenness is part of the process that's required for us to piece together the perfect picture of who we want to be. Absolutely. I feel like at this point in my life, I'm considered midlife and <laughs> but it's funny because you get to this point you start analyzing this could probably i'm sure be an entire podcast episode with just this one thought here with you is you start looking where you are and you realize i better know who i am internally and and when you figure that out you do feel god start breaking down even at different points in your life right and revealing to you what you need to work on and I believe those moments happen a lot, but you know, what a gift to see it in an accident yes, and see yeah. how he used that. So yeah. this leads me to my next thought is from the moment I opened your book, The Relentless Rise, I just felt so drawn into comparing it to our role as parents and a spouse. And for me in particular, as a wife, a mother, the pilot of our family, when we get to the very, the very heart of who we want to be in these roles, it all centers on our values. But the truth is it's hard to have a plan to live that out daily. It really is because honestly, there are a lot of distractions. It can be mentally exhausting to keep up, keep up all, you know, we're swimming upstream for those of us who really want to do it well, because the world around us doesn't let us all the time. And I'm going to read from page 33 in your book about rising with our best self. And then I want to ask you a question about that. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'll say real quick, this comes from chapter three, that's called rising to the breakthrough line. It says, Understanding fundamental principles of a submarine's operation can provide us with more insight into how to navigate high-pressure problems 
when submerged in difficulties of great depth and still rise to the surface with our best self, even when facing what might seem like an imminent collapse. Rising or diving, a submarine refuses to relent to pressure. Yes. <laughs> Can you, I know, I, I get, I mean, I'm so excited for our readers or our listeners. I hope they become your readers because yeah. this book, every page, it's like, what are you going to say to me next to make <laughs> me so excited? But I want you to tell us more about what you mean by this. Sure. Because it's so powerful to us as families because the pressure comes from every single angle and life yes. is about diving and rising. How do we keep it together, RT? Yes, yes. So, so uh, the, the interesting thing about a submarine is they give you these principles and they say, as long as you follow these principles, the submarine will never sink. It will never fail. So how do we create unsinkable people? How do we, I place uh, non-failure that, you know, my, my, my marriage will never fail whatever my son attempts, that, that will never, how do we place non-failure across our society? So many people might focus on depression or some of the negative things of mental health, emotional health, but in the morning when we rise, we immediately need to begin to pressurize ourselves with purpose. If you think of a ball that's filled with air when you push it down in the water, it's very, very difficult to try to submerge that ball and have it stay submerged, why? because of the ratio of pressure of what it's experiencing outside versus what it has inside, the greater the pressure inside means that that vehicle is going to rise regardless of the environment. So people like yourself, and Jennifer, you're the perfect example, you have this rise spirit. You're constantly creating positive pressure inside, preparing for whatever external pressures we face. We can't control the ocean. We know that as submariners. We can't control what my daughter might be exposed to, what my son might be exposed to, what, what my wife might be. I can't always control what goes on in society. You could turn on CNN, you could turn on Fox, you could turn on any news channel. You can't control what you're going to see, but I could control this vessel. And the vessel of me, I spiritually have to stay uplifted, no matter what I see, no matter what I'm exposed to, to the point where I'll even tell people, or I'll tell myself, you know what, I can't watch that right now because the pressure ratio will throw me off. That's going to sink me down. Or if I know I need to go into a difficult conversation, I'm going to do everything that I can to empower and strengthen myself before going in, doing coaching or counseling, or whatever I might need to do to make sure that I don't start sinking if I'm dealing with something that's a difficult situation. So in, your, in that chapter, RT, you talk about five points of positioning to the navigation of our own personal mission. And if our goal is what you just said, pressurize ourselves with purpose, there were five things in there I just, I just loved. You talked about having a strong base. I just look at that as always knowing what our foundation is in, in this relation to our family. And then aligning my purpose to where I'm going is number two. So that daily reflection is my, are my steps I'm taking through the day getting me there. And I think we forget these things. I wrote down something from page 55. It says the first step is the hardest, but it sets the tone for all the other moves to follow. And you were talking about that with waking up in the morning yes. and just making sure. I, I don't know if you know that song. It's um, Hillsong United, I think, Let the Devil Know Not Today, and <laughs> <laughs> is the main line. And there was a point <laughs> where 
I felt so much pressure from my daily activity. The very first thought when I opened my eyes was let the devil know not today because I felt like I had, that was my greatest way of, you know, not like pressurizing myself against all those outside forces. But I love what you said that we can't control what goes on, but I can control my vessel. Yeah. yeah, I have to guard it or it will sink. Yes. Yes. I, I, you know, it's, it's funny because people tend to look at what we do, but, but we know, we know as believers, it's not what we do by which we will be judged. It's who we are. So I have to maintain a certain protective element around my heart, my spirit, my thoughts, my mind to not go there and be pulled into areas where I'm going to find myself as a shipwreck in the deep. I have to make sure that I'm staying uplifted, I'm staying anchored, and I am allowing myself to move through life with a certain degree of character, nature, personifying purpose, displaying values that continue to keep me in control of where I am. When you mention the base, when we talk about the base of purpose, the thing that I notice is, especially in this day and age of technology and information, it's very possible that there's more information being collected by us, by people in the outside world, than we collect about ourselves, right? On a summary, you have nothing to do but just think, right? You can read. I read the Bible from cover to cover. There is just, you, you have a lot of time on your hands. So I started asking those questions. And when I coach people, I'll ask questions that might tend to be relatively uncomfortable, but I'll ask something like, what do you believe to be true about you? Then people will tell me what they believe. I said, no, 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 that's, that's great. I want to know what do you believe to be 100% true about you? What, how much do you believe in you and what do you believe about? You? Where do you believe you are in your journey in life, right? What is your nature? How would you define your nature? How would you define your character? How would you define your personality? And as we're defining all these things, again, I'm in the middle of the ocean figuring out, okay, I've got about three months to figure myself out so I could go back to shore and act like I'm somebody of, of good character and good nature, knowing I, it, it couldn't just be an act, right? Because I had the uniform cut off before, knowing that it had to be some authentic, transcendent character, nature about myself that, that, that had to change and just be real. How do I enact real significant change? I started defining those things and almost reverse engineering the person that I wanted to be. Not being false, but very focused on, this is my nature, this is my character, these are my values. This bonus question with RT is brought to you by Together for Family Dinner and our fill-in section. If you want to sit at your dinner table longer and have the most meaningful conversation and you need that to happen quickly, you all to gather for family dinner stickers are your answer. You are going to simply love these and love how they really make everyone feel involved, included, heard, and just sitting together having fun. Order yours today at togethermoments.com and we will ship it straight out of Kentucky. Okay, RT, answer this fill-in question for us. When I think of my favorite year in school, I think of blank because blank. I think of the fifth grade because I was in a school, we were called the Fernway Squirrels. And we were focused on just having these bushy tails. And as a fifth grade boy, you know, I really wasn't focused about having a bushy tail, but I tell you, it really was a way of bringing us all out of our skin 
And we literally became just a happy community at that point. And touching on what I mean as far as coming out of our skin, in kindergarten, people talk about kindergarten because you really don't know people are different. So, you know, the kids are playing and stuff like that. Everyone's having fun. So everyone says, hey, I wish we were kindergartens. But the fifth grade, you start to realize differences, but you accept them. And you realize that you've been with these kids for three, four, five years, or however long you've been with them. And that fifth grade is just that state of maturity where you're bushy-tailed, bright-eyed, and everybody's happy to see that they're in their own skin, or own fur, regardless of what color it might look like. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that your mascot was the squirrel. Much <laughs> hidden meaning behind the squirrel that I didn't even think about. That's right. Okay, so give our listener a, you said something there, I have to figure out, figure it out before I go back to shore. Mm -hmm. And I think so often for us moms and dads too, but I, I do think more so moms, mm -hmm. we lay in bed at night and we reflect on every part of our day. And, you know, we might think, oh my gosh, I was so mean to my child. I, I wasn't so patient when I should have been more patient or, you know, oh, I'm so glad I had that moment. It was so special. I don't want this day to end because they're growing up so fast. You know, we can do a complete 180 in the span of those minutes before falling asleep. What would you say would be a good exercise that we could do to reflect? You know, I don't know if it would be a quick journal exercise or just something we're doing while we're working out and we can take 20 minutes to think through something to really feel like just in a moment, let's say we are overwhelmed about how busy life is picking back up with or something mm -hmm. like that. What would you say is a good exercise to compose ourselves before we go back to shore and make sure we're, we are our best version of ourselves in that moment? Sure. I think taking time to step away. And, and when you mentioned, uh, you know, being a parent, being a mother, mothers are just so unselfish. So, so, it, so it's tough to tell a mother, focus on really loving yourself. And, and I don't mean loving yourself as far as, yes, I love myself. I'm not going to hurt myself. Yes, I love myself. I appreciate myself. I mean, actively take some time to really love and adore your life. The, the vessel itself is something that sometimes we need to step out of and uh, perform maintenance, take time to appreciate who we are. One thing I truly have always appreciated, we have this picture of footsteps in the sand, or people will talk about footsteps in the sand. And sand is different than mud. Sand is different than dirt. The, the reason I say that is because if you had mud, you would probably have a good footprint of where somebody has stuck their foot and lifted it up. And when we look at when we've stepped in it in our lives, the worst mistakes, it tends to be mud. You could clearly see where you step. But throughout each day as we're taking these footsteps in the sand, the fact of the matter is as soon as we lift our foot, the sand starts to fill in where we lifted our foot up. So taking time to reflect upon what happened in each day just isn't effective because that sand is already filling in. Those thoughts are already filling in. We're, we're moving forward. At the end of each day, what we should focus on is self. Was I able to be the best self that I am? I just want to show myself for appreciation. You made it. You made it through the day. Looking forward to tomorrow and seeing what I can deposit in tomorrow to make a greater difference. But I just want to take time to just appreciate who I am and what's been accomplished for the day. Not, not criticize what didn't get done, but just appreciate who I am. Oh, and I really appreciate you saying that because you're so right. We do need to celebrate 
what we have done well. I'm just picturing if I were listening to this on the other side, you said actively take some time to love and adore myself. I feel like we may have some listeners in tears on that one, RT, because it is something we do not stop to do. I want to tell you something, and I know I've told you this since meeting you and talking, you and I had the opportunity to meet at Kendra Ramirez's reset conference here in Cincinnati. And you were a phenomenal speaker. I was so thankful. It's funny how I even ended up there. It's like what we were talking about before. I I shouldn't have been there that day, but I was, and I got to meet you and it really changed my life. And you spoke something that I fully believe was one of those right place, right time moments for me. You said that part of setting ourselves up to be the most successful, to be the best versions of ourselves, it meant having a space that's all our own. And when I heard that as a mom, busy mom, I was in tears with you saying that because I thought, I don't do that. Here I am trying to work this business from home and I'm working it out of my dining room table and I'm not giving myself what I deserve. I deserve time for myself. I I don't need to take the leftovers in my home or anything. I need this. So within a month's time, I got rid of our dining room table, passed it to a relative, got rid of the dining room hutch, passed that, went to Ikea, (laughs) figured out all our desk arrangements, made my own space in there. And we thought, you know, at the same time, our children need space. And it wasn't to not give me space. It was just a good spot for them to be. But we lined up some desks in that room so they could do their homework there. And in theory, they'd be doing their homework when I would not be working because I'd do that when they're at school. But I'm saying this because at the end of that time period, it was March 13th and they shut down all the schools and my kids were home. And I really feel like that was one of those moments that I was supposed to hear because I wouldn't have changed that. And it would have been mass chaos. And I feel like it was such a cool thing because I remember sitting there one day and I looked at Matt and I said, oh my gosh, this was, I was meant, because he knew it was you, because I said, we got to go to uh, Ikea, you know, I'm supposed to do this, I was told. But um, I remember saying to him, like, I am so thankful. And in fact, we, we talked about that at dinner several nights at prayer time. I was like, Lord, I am so thankful that we were able to change this over. It seems like such a little thing, but... I'm saying this because for our listener, we don't always give ourselves space. So whatever our role is in the day-to-day, whether we're a full-time working mom, stay-at-home mom, somewhere in between, it is essential to thriving that we do give ourselves that space to be who we are and be it apart from all the other hats we wear. So I'd love for you to tell me why you think that's so important. You know, I think, and, and, uh, Jennifer, I love, I love talking to you. I, I tell you, just just your your overall energy and your vibe is uh, is, is very is very kindred. So I'm I'm uh, truly grateful for you. Oh, thank and you for that. Likewise, <laughs> one of the thoughts that came top of mind as you were talking is if we believe that it's possible, and and as I told you before the podcast, I believe in all people of all backgrounds, all beliefs, all faiths, whatever allows people to get through. Um, I, I have my own truth, which, which I very much so believe. But as I learned again on the submarine, everybody doesn't make it through those three months. And saying, I want you to believe what I believe to be able to make it isn't always a solution. So I want to do what I can to, to help people make it. 
However, touching what you just said, how do we really get our arms around ourselves? If you believe that you were walking down the street and all of a sudden found a child of God, how would you care for that child? If, if, if God said, okay, I want you to take this child of God and I want you to, to take care of it. I want you to bring this child into your life, into your home, and I want you to take care of it. Um, there are gonna be certain things that I'm gonna do to make sure that I'm taking care of the child myself because it's a child of God. But you, would you be willing to be a steward and to care for that child? I think most of us would nod our head and show our love and show our adoration and show our appreciation and gratitude by doing the best possible to take care of that child. The next step is, understanding that you are that child. Would Jennifer take care of Jennifer differently if you were one of your own children? Understanding that there are certain needs that you're gonna to have to listen to, that when there are times you're like, I'm okay, I can deal with it, I can handle it, that you understand, okay, Jennifer's gonna to need, to, need a pause, so I'm gonna to need to put Jennifer over here in the corner so maybe she can have a timeout or <laughs> Jennifer's gonna have to be over here where she can get some love and appreciation because she just hasn't had an opportunity to really uh, be able to have that sense and, uh, of embrace that, that's necessary to be able to keep us going and keep us uplifted. I'm going to guess that you just really made a whole lot of people <laughs> really think about that. It's, so, yeah. it's such a good yeah. perspective. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I hate to belabor the point, but look, I, I, I know I have issues. I know I have challenges. I, I know there are areas in my life that I need to fix, but I am the closest to me. So if I know that there are things about myself that need to be better, but in my heart, I desire to be better, then I need that, that working to take place. And I need to show myself love knowing that I might need to replant a couple of, uh, a couple of fruit in the garden. <laughs> I might need to uproot a couple of different things, but I want to show love and care and understanding and compassion that, yeah, you made some mistakes, you made some missteps, but continue to lead with your heart and the love that you have for life and for others and continue to dive down deep when you see people struggling in certain areas in life and help lift them and, and continue reaching it to, to be the best you. And if we do that, if I hear that voice, and I'm not thinking of me, but I'm thinking of taking care of someone else. I'm thinking of this vessel, this God's child that I've been gratefully chosen to be a steward of. Then I approach my life differently. So I think we just came full circle because <laughs> you said your mom, when you were in college, she looked at you and started talking about what direction you were taking. And you said, I knew I needed a greater return on my investment. And I just got the chills because <laughs> I feel like. That's, you know, every day for us is an investment in something, a relationship, yeah. probably at the very top. It should be at the very tip top, whoever that relationship's with, right? And our goals and an investment in our, our habits and everything. And we're making an investment. What Do we want to wake up two days from now, two weeks, two years and think, oh my gosh, did I, did I do that really, really well? I'm so proud of myself. Or did I kind of waste that time because I, I wasn't learning how to dive and rise yeah. and all of it. I, I just, um, I think everybody needs to read your book and learn more from you. And there is so much wisdom here, RT. I'm really so grateful I've met you because you have changed my, you've definitely made a mind shift for me in a lot of areas because I, I feel like you just brought it together for me in so many ways. 
from that first presentation I heard of you. <laughs> from uh, you, I mean yeah. from you. I think we may have to have another interview Let's one please. day. Let's please. Yeah. I yes, I would like that. But I want to end with the same question I ask every guest. What's one thing helping your family stick together right now? Laughter. I love 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 is automatic, but but um laughter and just an eagerness to to find each other to see each other to speak i mean we're we're really into each other <laughs> maybe we're just uh kind of geeks but my wife and i are very much so best friends uh very very similar so i'm i'm, I'm into my wife we're on our 14th year i've had a crush for uh, 17 years but we've been married for 14 and i'm just i'm just into her I'm really, really, you know, what is she thinking? What is she saying? Trying to memorize her voice, her laughter. Like I'm really taking advantage of this time where people might think of uh, being locked in as something that's bad. I'm like, you mean I get to be locked in with these people, one of whom I created, I helped create, right? I didn't deliver, but I helped create. And the other one who I literally chased down and asked, can I put this ring on your finger? And so it's an amazing time to just really, really get deep. And even though we think we're married with people, we know everything, we really don't. There's still questions. Well, do you, do you, do you like sweet pickles and dill pickles? Or what do you like? like there's <laughs> so much that we can learn about each other if we continue to maintain just that interest, you know? So it's so love and laughter. And that is why I am getting you the, <laughs> together for date night next, because you're so right. It's, I know you have our together for family dinner, but we'll get you that date night game. But it is so true. There is so much to discover. And if we are not joyfully looking forward to that and excited about it, then we need to return to that spot. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So RT, please tell everybody how they can find you, connect with you and get your book and find you for coaching. Sure. So uh, you can find me on social media at, at RT Stokes Rise. Um, you can reach me through email at rt at rtstokes.com. The book, The Relentless Rise, is available on Amazon. And the app, the Purpose Bound Playbook, is available on iPhone and Android. I'm an easygoing person, so if you want to find me, just reach. And sure, I won't be too far away. Awesome. And that app is incredible. Everyone needs to find out exactly what that is and download that. RT, this was amazing. I feel like we could talk for yeah. days. We're definitely going to have to get another one here. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored. Honored to serve. And wow, are you guys just blown away by that episode? Oh my goodness. I hope that you did not quit writing when I went back to edit this episode. I mean, my hand was flying because RT was just saying so many things that kept resonating with me even again after I had sat through the interview with him. But keep coming back to this episode. I think that we have got to think about that pressure coming at us from all these angles, but refuse to relent to it. We have got to rise and dive through all this journey of raising our family, being in a marriage, raising our children from, you know, baby to launching them to an adult, and just know that we can control this vessel. I believe in you all. I know that you can do this with so much grace, and you can be the best version of who you were created to be. 
I'm pretty positive this episode spoke so much to you. If you loved it as much as I did, will you please share it with someone, text it to them, post it on your story, whatever it might be, tag at Together Moments so we know how much this impacted you. Tag at RT Stokes Rise and just share this message because RT has so much good wisdom for us mothers, for us parents, just raising our family and making sure that we make it to shore and know we did a job very very well done and make sure you go grab that book for yourself the relentless rise it is just incredible if you love what you're gathering through these episodes please screenshot tag us share with friends and leave a review it is the best compliment you can give us it is so encouraging and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.